Now, from BetQL, it's time for the Daily Tip with Michael Jenkins. Dang it, he's talented, and let's be honest, I go for ambition, not luck. And Chelsea Messenger. Don't kill the messenger, or the messenger will kill you. Hey, Dad, don't forget about me, the dunkster. Presented by BetMGM. How you doing, everyone? It is a daily tip from BetQL presented by BetMGM on a Monday. Great to have you along with us live across the country from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the east. I'm Michael Jenkins. She is Chelsea Messenger. In our final hour, which teams are piquing our interest on today's NBA schedule and if the L.A. Clippers can continue to stay red hot at 820. Oh, here we go. Let the Super Bowl hype begin. Are we going to talk about it? Yes. Are we going to talk about it every day until the Super Bowl takes place? Yes. Will we discuss Usher's halftime show? I'm probably sure that we will at some point. We'll start one of our mini previews for the big game in Vegas. And then at 840, it is dogster time when we hand out our best bets. When was the last time you were in Vegas? The Super Bowl is in Las Vegas. And I am trying to get out there in April. And I've got like a Google Flights notification. And I was told, hey, don't worry. Your individual ticket from D.C. to Vegas just went down to like $1,200. I'm like, awesome. That's great. I'll definitely continue to not go. I don't know what's going on with flights. I think after COVID, I have no data to back this up. But the flights across the board, no matter where you're going, the airlines were like, all right, we took a hit. And now... These prices are through the roof. Again, I don't know if that's true, but I I feel that way. So as of now, Chelsea, I will not be paying that money to go to Vegas. $1,200? I think we're flying to Europe cheaper. We have a nonstop flight to London that's literally less than half of that price. I don't know if it's a DC thing. Like maybe it's just an expensive place to fly out of. Like that's the only thing I can think of. Because I know for a fact that Nashville has several nonstop flights to Vegas that are pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. Like, granted, they're spirit, and I would rather, you know, take a Greyhound bus. Um, What's your take on spirit? If spirit had a very cheap flight to Vegas, would you take it? No, never. No, (laughs) I'm not doing it. Not doing it. First of all, spirit (laughs) only flies out of Baltimore, so we don't have a car. So this is this is one of the downfalls of not having a car is that we could get to Baltimore, but then we got to buy tickets and they would be cheap to get on the what the Mark train here in D.C. Take the train to Baltimore, get off the train in Baltimore and then and it's already a long trip, right? Because I'm going from one coast. I mean, not to the West Coast, but you know what I'm saying? Like you're going across the country. How do you feel about Southwest? Eh. Oh, Better come than spirit. on. I can you get guys you, are elitist. Southwest? I like Southwest. I can get you out of Reagan in a weekend okay. in April. Okay. Less than $300 a ticket. Oh. Is it nonstop? I think that's the killer. It's one stop, right? It is one stop. That's the killer. Ugh. So I, li- I don't mind Southwest. Anything's better than spirit. If Orville and Wilbur Wright we're still alive. And they said, we've got this plan. It might only take you 40 feet. I'd be like, I'd rather travel with you guys. <laughs> the problem with, if it were, if I lived closer to Vegas, one stop, not a big deal. But it's already like a 
four and a half, five hour flight. And then the problem is you get one stop and then it's taking you seven and a half, eight hours just to get there. So you spend a full day on a plane to get to Vegas. It's 620 total flight time. That's not terrible, but it it's pushing it. $255 a ticket. Uh, okay, I got to think about it. <laughs> I got to think about it now. You get to like hour four and you're like, wait a second. I've got two and a half hours remaining on this flight. I don't know. That's a tough and one, a Chelsea. Plane what, what, what? And a plane change? And a plane change, yes. Uh, that's not worth I it. I think there it's are tough. certain things that as you get older and if you have like, I'm not saying a disposable income or whatever. I don't even know what that means. But when you have enough money to where you can afford little luxuries in life, sure. I think that's one of them nonstop flights is an absolute must for me because yeah. it just feels like the day is so much shorter. You are only taking off once you are only landing once. And for somebody who has very much anxiety about being on a plane, that's absolutely worth it to me. I will pay a, a lot extra for a nonstop flight. No, I hear you. Especially when you're going so far. Oh, right. All right. I'll look at Southwest. That's a good idea, Bill. I don't mind Southwest, but Spirit, let me just get back to Spirit for a second. Never again. <laughs> Never, ever again. Never. No, no. The worst. I feel a story coming. What happened? They charge for everything. First of yep. all, the experience is not great. And they tell you, pardon me, they tell you that they tell you, oh, or they show you, hey, look, look at how cheap Spirit is. And then you get there, and they're like, all right, it's $55 for a bag. I'm like, okay. Now, I know you want to board this plane. That's $25. I'm like, what? <laughs> now, uh, now that you're on the plane, would you like a seat? Yeah, that's $35. I mean, it's for everything. Do you want to turn a page in our flight magazine? That'll be a buck. Like, they charge you for every single thing. So by the time that... You actually add up all of these ridiculous costs, whatever they are, forget at the time. It's a while now. I just knew before the plane took off, I was like, never again. And so I'm like, I spent just as much money and I came to Baltimore to do this. I came to Baltimore, spent the extra money to ride the Mark train here to save this money. And now by the time you've added these extra fees, I'm saving what? I don't know, 40 bucks. It's like, I'm not discounting that different amounts of money mean different things to different people but for 40 extra dollars i could have saved myself the hassle and all of this extra planning and getting on a train and i could have just flown someone else that's what i'll do next time yeah it's called emotional damages like don't they do that in court <laughs> they charge for emotional damages that's what they do with spirit because it's not just yeah. the money it is the mindset and the vibes that come with spirit airlines like uh, the only time that I've flown it, I flew it to Miami for the national championship game. My you oh. know, little news station was like, oh, we'll put her on spirit on the way back. They canceled my flight. Didn't give us a reason. They said, we can get you out, you know, in three days. I said, in three days, three days, like, where am I supposed to go? And they said, well, we don't have a flight today anymore. Really? Wow. So that was my experience with Spirit Airlines. And you could see everybody, you know, the panic written on their face. Because I wasn't the only one. We were all standing yeah. at the counter and it felt terrible. I was like, I am never putting this emotional damage on myself ever again. My favorite line, and I have told this story before, I know, but my favorite line from the Spirit flight attendant 
was he was just going through the motions and everyone was miserable. It was so early. <laughs> Every Bloody Mary out of this because I laughed. I thought it was hilarious. And he goes, in case you're wondering, no, we don't have Wi-Fi, but when we get it, you can bet your ass we're going to charge you for it. And I was I was started laughing so out loud. And, and it was because it was true, but ever, nobody laughed. And so he came over to me and was like, here you go. Take this. Thanks for laughing. I was like, yeah, it was very funny. So he's got a free drink. But that wasn't because of spirit. It's because it was a nice guy. All right. Maybe we can win some old Bloody Mary money tonight in the NBA. Let's do what we can here. Let's do our worst. Clippers at the Cavaliers. We're going to start there. The Clips laying two and a half points. They are minus 140 on the money line. The Cavaliers plus 115. Total set at 225 and a half. Chelsea, since you got to put up with all of my ridiculous spirit airline stories. Let's defer to you. What are you thinking here? This is a tough one because at some point, I think you got to stop playing the Clippers because I have mentioned this. They're on a seven mm-hmm. game road trip because of the Grammys. They don't have a home court right now because it's being taken up, but we're kind of in the middle of it. And so far it hasn't seemed to matter to the Clippers coming off a big road win over the Celtics. I will say Cleveland as well is a little banged up coming into this one. Donovan Mitchell looks like he's going to play. He is probable. Uh, Evan Mobley is questionable in this game. And both of these teams have been really good at covering. You look at Cleveland covering in six of their last seven games. You look at the Clippers. They've covered in five straight. So with the basketball, the 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 Clippers are playing right now. It's really hard for me to take the other side. So I think I would go there. And they have been great in this position as favorites so far this season, 29-6. and six. So I think I would lean towards the Clippers. But at some point, I do think the road trip might catch up to them. Just don't think it's tonight. I agree. I'm thinking about Clips on the money line, minus 140. That's what I think the play might be. Am I going to play a couple of games tonight? I might just do it. Whatever. I'm due for some regression. I've had a nice month, knock on wood, but regression is definitely coming. So will it be this week? At some point it will. Maybe it's tonight. But, man, the Clippers are just hard to fade right now. And when they beat the Celtics the other night, they crushed the Celtics. Clippers are also 5-0 and in their last five games against the number. Give me the Clips on the money line. Let's head to Boston. Just talking about the Celtics. Pelicans at Boston. Celtics laying eight and a half points. Celtics minus 850 on the money line. Pelicans plus 260. You're over under at BetMGM. Send me a robe. It's 234 and a half. Chelsea, let's make some money together. What do you think? All right, so let's start off with the injury report. couple question marks for the Celtics, Porzingis mm-hmm. and Al Horford, both questionable for this game. So this is a big number sitting at eight. But Boston, when they are good, they are really good. And at home, mm-hmm. they have been absolute wagons. I know they just lost to the Clippers, but overall, 20-2 and two straight up when playing at home. You look at the Pelicans. They haven't been necessarily very good at covering as of late. Two and four against the spread in their last six games. I was considering a player prop in this one because surprisingly so, the Celtics have been uh, one of the teams to actually play opposing, I believe it's point guards. Yeah, point guards. Mm -hmm. uh, Giving up the eighth most points to opposing point guards. So maybe there is a play in there somewhere for the Pelicans. But in the meantime, if you're looking for a side, I think I would squarely be on the Celtics here. Yeah, I would. I just think this is a good bounce back spot for them. And they're still one of the better teams in the NBA when playing at home. I, I 
I always factor in when you get embarrassed like they did against the Clippers. There's no question. Celtics are a very good basketball team. But when you struggle like they did, then I think you have a higher motivational factor than you normally would where you say, all right, we know we're better than that. And also, the numbers tell you the Celtics are better across the board than the Pelicans in both offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency as well. So I'm with you. Let's lay the points with the Celtics at the Garden. What's going on? Who is out for the Suns tonight? Suns at Heat. Heat are laying three and a half points. Heat are minus 165 on the money line. The Suns are plus 140. Your over under is 229 and a half. So the Suns back end of a back to back. I don't know what's going on. Maybe Bradley Beal questionable, even though he played the other night. What is going on with this number? Yeah, it looks fishy, doesn't it? Um, so I would imagine it's just because they are playing on the second leg of a back-to-back, which means we will probably get rest from one of the big stars mm. uh, for Phoenix. So this is a game that I don't really want to trust because even though it opened at four and a half, we're still seeing some buyback on the Phoenix Suns, now down to four in some shops. So it does not feel like a game that I want to touch. When there are big question marks and a line that stinks to high heaven, not a mm. game that I want to play. Yeah, I'm the same way. No way. I would think maybe, like just maybe, the Heat are the right side because you see, oh, Suns plus points. Oh, God, I'll take Phoenix. I'll take Phoenix. But I feel like maybe this is a night where between Bradley Beal being questionable, between the back end of a back-to-back, like you were talking about, someone's going to rest. So um, I'm thinking the Heat are the call here, minus three and a half. But I'm like you, total stay away for this guy. Thunderwolves. Thunderwolves. Timberwolves. <laughs> the Thunder. You know what? That sounds cool. Thunderwolves is a great name. The Thunderwolves. Man. All right. I guess it'll be the Timberwolves tonight, taking on the Thunder. Although I do like Thunderwolves even better. Thunder laying two and a half. Thunder minus 140 on the money line. Your T Wolves plus 115. Not your T Wolves, but the T Wolves. Total 224 and a hook, Chelsea. What is the play between the, quote, Thunderwolves in Oklahoma City? Well, which team is going to have the bounce back here? Because both of these teams are coming off embarrassing losses. The Thunder, as as I think they were like minus 700 on the money line, Mm -hmm. lost to the Pistons yesterday. And then you have the T-Wolves coming off a loss to the Spurs as 10.5 point favorites. I think I'll go with Oklahoma City here. Uh, It makes me a little nervous that this line is so short. But as favorites, they have been red hot. 23-7 and as favorites this year. 17-5 and at home. So I'll take the Thunder uh, laying the short number here at home. Whenever I see Thunder, I just think roll with the Thunder. Now I have to decide if I'm going to add this to my NBA card. There's only one hockey game today. That's why I'm upset. One game on the card. Your Preds, I believe, taking on the Senators tonight. So I'm going to have to bet some NBA. Thunder, 16-6 and six this year against the number at home. Second best mark of all of basketball. And honestly, just from a watching perspective, I can't wait to see all the bigs on the court with Chet Holmgren and Cat, Rudy Gobert. Should be a great game. I'm with you. I would lean Thunder minus the points in Oklahoma City and not the thunder wolves coming up next here on the show we finally got a super bowl and now it's time to start looking ahead to what we expect in vegas which is hard to get to from dc it is next on the daily tip for bank Grill, presented by betmgm hope you're having a great monday morning see you right there 
Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the Daily Tip presented by Bet MGM with Michael Jenkins and Chelsea Messenger on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It is a daily tip for BetQL presented by BetMGM. I'm Michael Jenkins live in D.C. She is Chelsea Messenger live in the Music City. In moments, oh yeah, we're going to get you ready for the Super Bowl. We're going to start talking about it and we're not going to stop. Before that, since there's going to be so much money bet on the Super Bowl, as you would imagine, the most bet on, most bet on event in across the world, in the sporting world at least. And I read this, <laughs> I read this headline. Feeling broke on a six hundred and sixty-five thousand dollar salary. This surgeon and his wife didn't realize that their financial advisor might have been charging a high fee. Well, let me tell you something. If you are feeling broke on a salary of $665,000, I don't think it's the fee from your financial advisor. I can't even imagine. Everyone is different. I'm not one to judge. But I see a headline like that, and it blows my mind. If I had $665,000 a year, Chelsea, I'd come in with gifts for everybody every day. Bill, you just got a new phone. Here's a phone case. Knock yourself out. Chelsea, how about these eye drops? I'll send them overnight. Take care of yourself. I'd be, I can't even imagine this, but you know what? Different strokes for different folks, I guess. I just, it's something to which I cannot relate. Well, maybe he was buying gifts for everybody. Like you said, maybe he felt too rich yeah. and then went too much in the other direction. I think a lot of this depends on like your expenses because number yeah. one, where does he live? Does it say where he lives? Oh, I guess I should look. I don't think it matters. You should be able to cost of living is pretty drastic. You know, obviously he should be fine. And I totally agree with you. But the cost of living in like New York City and like the Bay Area, like that's a pretty dramatic difference between, you know, the heartland of America or somewhere yeah. that it's a lot cheaper to live. That's true. I will say this. I live in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. is definitely... Definitely a top five city for cost of living in this country. Oh, I'd gladly take this. What are they doing? I mean, you're right. I understand. It depends on cost of living. But holy Lord, they're, strugg they're struggling to pay the bills. Well, I hope Why was it. this a headline? Like, is it a headline simply because of what he said? But there has to be some reason why they're struggling to pay the bills, right? Not just because, you know, the, the country club membership is too high. Yeah. I guess they bought, oh, okay, here it is. They bought a, quote, unlivable house for only $16,500 and oh. then decided and then decided to make it their dream home. I'm just now seeing this. For 16, so, you can't turn just, that into I'd a start dream from house. scratch. For I'd start from scratch. Yes. Oh and then decided, okay, now. Now it's time to like rebuild this whole thing into our dream home. So, oh, Susan, the wife, she doesn't work. This is all his salary. I don't care. She takes care of the kids. 
But since she grew up without a lot of money, she often decides that she just can't say no to her kids. So she buys them big ticket items on a regular basis. So when Blake gets older, when she turns 12, you know what it's time to get her? A brand new Mac and a brand new iPhone and a starter car. Buy her a Lexus that she and Jake can drive around together. And that way that when she's of age, legal age to drive, she'll be ready to go. Big ticket items for the kids. Well, no wonder. Well, also, you're not helping your kids when you're doing this. Right. Because I think this is the toughest thing for parents. And I struggle with this as well. We're taking Blake to Disney World, so I'm not really one to talk. But it feels like there is a very thin line between, you know, pampering your kids and giving them the things they want to have a great childhood and also Mm -hmm. spoiling your kids. Because I think we all know somebody who got everything they wanted growing up and they thought that the world was just going to go, everything goes in their direction. So you're not helping your kids by doing this. So not only is it causing your financial turmoil, it's also not setting your kids up for success. Is anybody there? Are we frozen? I think we lost DC. Um, so I do Jenks believe just looks, we do. You know, we did lose DC. Oh, there, there's Jason. David. I got you at least. The voice in the darkness, just me and David. Yeah, I can come on. Like, I won't be able to come on because they're all in D.C., but. (laughs) Okay, so I think we're still live. We are. Right. You and Um, I are good. So we were just, yeah. David, what's your take on this? You have children. How do you give a child something they want without spoiling them? Um, it's, they have to realize that they've earned it. In my eyes, at least, that like right. my for my kids, it was always I'll get it for you, but like if you misbehave, I will yank it from you quicker than you can say what happened. It, it, it was yep. always that way for me. I feel like bribes are a great thing for kids. Like it sounds crazy, but this is how I get my daughter to do things, and this is how my mom got they me can't to do hear things. Us. I hear you. Oh, now we can. There we go. All right, I we're hear back. Bill. They're no, back. Okay. We were just tell- we talking. We tagged ab- them back in the ring. Yeah, we were just talking, talking about, about parenting. How spoiled Jenks is. <laughs> I am totally spoiled. I only work here just because I'm looking to become famous. I don't need the money, guys. I mean, I'm totally. I rich. mean, I look so at that cash. brown sweatshirt. That has to be designer, right? Yes, and of course it's brand new. I only wear each item of clothing once before I burn it. Do I give it away? No, no one deserves it but me. (laughs) What about this t-shirt? Do you think this t-shirt has been worn? No, this is only the best. This is only the best cotton. I only wear the most expensive things, Chelsea. All right, that's good to have you back. We didn't know what was happening there. You guys were talking. We were talking. We had no idea who was on the air or not. So I'm glad we've come back together as one again. We're good to go now. Yeah. We have overcome some adversity, which is not what Uh, the surgeon and his family has been doing. They need to learn how to save money and not make dumb decisions like buying a house that is $16,000. I don't even know of a house that would be this cheap. I feel like most land around here is more than $16,000. So this place had to be like infested with like, you know, rodents, you know, diseases. I don't know. I would just 
I mean, I'm not one to, I, I, I can't discount that amount of money, but I would just think that if you've got a house that is unlivable, like, is it really worth repairing? Wouldn't you just start from scratch? I don't know. I don't know. I hope they, guys, I hope you figure it out. I hope the surgeon making $663,000 a year, I hope you guys figure it out. But I understand. I get it. This shirt, do you know how much this shirt costs, Chelsea? $750. That's a joke, right? Yes, of course. I don't know. If you ever see me, I have never spent $750 on any article of clothing ever, ever. I'm trying to think back, never in my life. No, this does not. This cost, I believe I got it on sale four years ago for $45. So no, it's not a $750 shirt. Okay, let's talk Super Bowl. Super Bowl, what is this? You guys with your Roman numerals, 58, is that correct? You know what I'm sick and tired of too? This this template that the NFL uses each and every single year for the Super Bowl, it's just the same template and they change the colors a little bit. If you look back in Super Bowl history, seriously, they have incredible art as the official Super Bowl insignia. I mean, people would collect like, oh, Super Bowl one, Super Bowl two. They were all different, and they had they had touches that basically paid homage to the city in which was hosting the Super Bowl. Like, beautiful. And now they just went to this boring NFL template they use each and every single year. Ugh. Just sucks. Whatever. Nobody cares about that. I guess we got to talk about the game. Niners at the Chiefs, or Niners and Chiefs, because... Of course, we're talking about a neutral site in Las Vegas. Niners laying a point and a half. Niners minus 120. Chiefs even money total set at 47 and a half. And this open Niners minus two and a half immediately. Chiefs money, bam, 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 coming in on Kansas City. So this is really early on. But just your initial thoughts of a matchup that pits certainly the best team in the NFC that we've seen all season and a Chiefs team that is in the middle of trying to build a dynasty. I tell you what makes me nervous, betting against mm. Patrick Mahomes as an underdog. I, uh... Don't think I'll be doing that. Now he improves to 10-1-1 and one against the spread as an underdog uh, in his career. So I don't know if I'll be doing that. Maybe there's another play in this game that I'll like better, but here's my question. How far mm-hmm. does this line have to move for you to consider the other side? Or were you already on the other side of the Niners here? <sighs> well... Here's what I think. I'm I wonder I wonder if the Niners are going to be the right side because I feel like everyone is going to be on the Chiefs. You know how it goes when everyone is on one side, then you have to take a hard look at the other side. And I feel like based on what we saw against the Ravens, what we've seen from the Chiefs over the past 2 weeks because Patrick Mahomes is so amazing as an underdog because the Niners will have all the pressure with Kyle Shanahan, who has been close but hasn't won at all. The Chiefs have all of the experience. Money is coming in on the Chiefs. I mean, you can make a case for the Chiefs just off the top of your head without going into the numbers immediately and just bet on the Chiefs, which is what people did as soon as this number came out. I also think that, you know, at some point, you might get the Niners at a plus number, and I'm not kidding. I'll be curious to see if this actually stays with San Francisco being a favorite or if the Chiefs become a favorite at some point. I I don't know. 
I do know that everyone this morning is waking up and saying the Chiefs are going to win again. Yeah, uh, I think an important lesson in betting is if you are truly torn on something, don't bet on it. It doesn't matter if it's the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter if it's a daily game. If you cannot pick a side, which I know we're going to have to, but right now this feels like a toss-up to me because, you know, the Chiefs are the hotter team going in. They have looked really good in the postseason, but they still have some flaws to them. Like, look at their depth at receiver. It is still a very shallow pool. So I think that we could see one of those receivers making those boneheaded plays, Mm -hmm. those drops that are just absolutely terrible, and maybe Mm -hmm. it costs the Chiefs in this game, and you're right. It feels like when you think that one side is the right play, you got to at least give some flowers to the other side or at least consider all possibilities. How about some bets that you might need to make before these line moves, uh, these line move, uh, these lines move is the correct tense. There we go. All right, so I'm looking at <laughs> Travis Kelsey. Anytime touchdown, minus 110. His uh, receiving yard total is 70 and a half. The thing about props is you got to catch them early because when it comes to like the yardage plays and the big name players, the juice is only going to go up and the yards are only going to go up because everybody likes, <clears throat> excuse me, betting the over. So I think if you're going to make bets early on in this game, consider some of the props you like. So, Jenks, how do we feel about another signature Travis Kelsey game? I mean, I I expect that to happen. And I also think at the same time that the Niners are going to key in in a big way on Travis Kelsey. Now, there's probably no tight end. There is no tight end in the game. Better than finding soft spots in the zone than Travis Kelsey. And honestly, one of the adjustments, well, this is what happens when you try to go against oh, Travis Kelsey. Wait a minute. You know, the NFL powers that be are like, oh, bad-mouthing Travis Kelsey. You better not. Oh, we've got technical difficulties. <laughs> Guess he's cut <laughs> off, Jenks. Welcome back, as you Good were saying back. about Travis Kelsey. Okay, so what's the case in the sabotage factor against Travis Kelsey here? Well... I don't know how far I got into that commentary. I was just talking about how big and burly and handsome he is and how happy I am for he and Taylor. I was just going to say that the Ravens did a nice job in the second half. They shut out the Chiefs in the second half because they went to man coverage. They decided to quit focusing on zone because Kelsey is great at finding soft spots in the zone. And don't you think now with two weeks and the Chiefs being a they struggled in recent weeks that they will spend all their time trying to get Kelsey out of that game plan. Now, can they? Big question, but with two weeks, I would think the sabotage factors, if it were such a, a an obvious play that he would get in the end zone, we wouldn't see this at minus 110. It'd be a lot juicier. I don't know. It was my play last year for the Super Bowl, and it hit. And don't you think the Eagles had time to prepare for Travis Kelsey? That's the thing. Like, all mm-hmm. these teams have had time to prepare, and, you know, there he is looking wide open as always. Every single time. I don't know. The good thing is we've got about six months to talk about it. Plenty of time in radio time to get ready for the Super Bowl in Vegas. Coming up next, let's make some money on this Monday, shall we? Best bets along with a visit from the Donkster. Next on the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Chelsea and Jenks will be right back on the Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. On the BetQL Network.
Let's get back to the Daily Tip with Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network. Welcome back to the show on a Monday. It is a Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM. Michael Jenkins, she is Chelsea Messenger. Of course, we have your best bets coming your way shortly. I have to say, in moments, we're going to talk with Aaron Hawksworth, who always does a great job on BetQL Daily. Aaron promised everyone last week that if the Lions, remember? She promised everyone last week on air, not just us privately, but that if the Lions beat the Niners outright, she would get Dan Campbell's face tattooed on her ass. And let me tell you something. I've never cheered for the Lions like I did last night. At halftime, if I were Aaron, I'd be like, breathe, breathe. You can do it. Dan Campbell has a nice face. It's a nice silhouette. We'll just put, you know, maybe a smaller face on my butt. She had to be so thrilled that the Niners came back and won that game. I can't believe she made that bet in the first place. Yeah, especially with how vulnerable the Niners looked the week before. Because it's crazy how similar the game was to the Niners game against Green Bay, where Green Bay looked like they had it in the bag. But this is why you don't make bets like this. Or, you know, because this was a bet of some sort. You know, she was betting Mm -hmm. real estate on her backside for this game, which I feel like is... More than I am willing to risk. Because isn't that the name of the game? What are you willing to risk? And in a sport that has a lot of volatility, I will never be risking real estate on my backside for any team in the NFL. I don't care how good or how bad they are. I'm never, never betting a tattoo as a bet. No way. Not even close. The only time <laughs> I was offered a free tattoo one time years ago, Ooh. back when I was when I was at the University mm-hmm. of Texas and during broadcast class, we had to go out and do news stories, sports stories, whatever. And so I decided I wanted to do a news story on tattoo artists and tattooing because now you have to understand tattoos are pretty ubiquitous. You see them all the time. But back then, it wasn't nearly as popular as nearly in vogue as it is now. So in the mid-90s, I thought, I want to go spend a night at an Austin tattoo shop downtown and just find out what goes into it. And let me tell you, there were some interesting characters at 2 or 3 in the morning getting tattoos. And as I'm walking out, this, I guess the guy who owned the shop or one of the longest tenured tattoo artists was there. He had a beard tattooed everywhere. And I'm getting ready to pack up. The story turned out great, but, or at least for a kid. And as I'm walking out, he goes, hey, if you want a tattoo, you get it for free, but I get to put it wherever I want it. And I go, okay, well, where's that? He goes, on your dilly. And it's like, no, no, uh, no, thanks, sir. Not only is that not going to happen just by the looks of you, it seems maybe unsanitary. So Chelsea, I'm not a tattoo guy. I would never make that bad. Also doesn't feel like something you should be getting for free. Like if there is a needle involved and it's going to be on my body forever, 
I'm going to go to somebody I really respect and trust. Like, doesn't feel like something you should be taking a Groupon for. I think this way when people are like, oh, I got a Groupon for Botox. I'm like, you want somebody with a needle, you know, on your face that is offering Groupons. No, thank you. Feels like a risk I'm not willing to take. No way. Not at all. I don't think I'm a tattoo person. Plus, I'm 50 now. I don't want to start getting tattoos. Is it 50? I don't know. Maybe I'll go the other side and be like, who cares? I'm getting older. Midlife crisis. Midlife crisis. I come in here. I say, you know what? Yeah, I took out a loan, but I'm driving a Corvette. I I, I, I got rid of the lovely Catherine. I'm dating this girl, but you know what? She's majoring to be a doctor. You know, something really stupid. She's majoring. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how she <laughs> like would say typical... it, too. Yeah, I'm oh, majoring sure. to be a the... doctor. Do you See? mean you're yeah. trying to go to med school? No, I'm majoring in it. Is that what you mean? No, I'm just majoring in it. Oh, I should have thought this through before making the worst set of decisions ever. Coming up next on BetQL Daily, Jason Locken for our Odyssey NFL insider will join the show. And he is a big Ravens guy. So interested to hear his take on what happened yesterday. If you missed our conversation about what is next for the Lions and the Ravens and the rest of what we saw in the AFC and NFC Championship games, just download and subscribe to the Daily Tip wherever you get your pods. It is easy to do. Chelsea, it is that time. Let's make our bets. Time to place your bets. All right. Chelsea, we start with you. And, ooh, a couple of NBA bets on the card. One for you, one for me. Where are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go to San Antonio. Going to be taking the Spurs minus three and a half. This line has already moved to four in most shops. So following the money here. And also, this is a spot where the Spurs have been really good. As favorites so far this season, a perfect four and oh record straight up. And this is a tight line. And I feel like I don't need to say that much when you're fading the Wizards. Like, come on, how much ammo do you really need to fade the Wizards? Also, it should be a really good spot for Wimby. Like, we know how good Wimby has mm-hmm. been as of late. They just capped off a, a come, or excuse me, a big upset win over the Timberwolves. And then tonight, he gets to go against the Wizards, who are giving up the second most points and rebounds to opposing centers. So it should be a nice little uh, spot for Wimby. Should be a good spot for the Spurs at home. Let's take San Antonio, a team that's been covering machines as of Ooh. late, uh, covering. In four, or excuse me, five of their last six. Let's go San Antonio, minus three and a half. Tip of the cap, my friend. Gutsy, laying it with the Spurs. The handicap's good. I just don't have the guts to do it. Where am I going? Well, there's only one game on the ice tonight. That is Pred Senators, I believe. I'm not really a fan of that. I would probably go Predators there. But I am going to the NBA instead. Kings Grizzlies, under 225 and a half. Let's fade this Grizzlies team that has such a hard time scoring with John Morant and Desmond Bain out of the lineup. They are so banged up right now, which is why they average the lowest number of points in the league, less than 108 per game. But what I like here is the way these two defenses have been playing recently. Over the last five games, for both the Kings and the Grizz, they are each ranking in the top 10 in points allowed. So, yeah, I think the Kings are going to win. I also think we're going to see more of a defensive battle than you might anticipate. Money is already starting to knock down this number. So that is the play on the hardwood. Kings Grizz under 225 and a half. 
Here's my one hockey sentiment for the day. I feel like okay. the Senators should change their names to the Thunderwolves. You brought this yes. up earlier. The Thunderwolves. Somebody's got to take this name. And the Senators? What a lame mascot. They got to change uh, no. Am I wrong here? Senators. No, you're you've never been more right. Um let's 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 go ahead and trademark Thunderwolves and get some team to bring on that name. I'm with you. I don't even know where the Senators are from, but Thunderwolves is much better, in my humble opinion. Ottawa. Ottawa. All right. Ottawa. Let's get to the eight ball. Three see times you're like, where are these guys from anyway? But I know nope. you're just not a hockey gal. Not a hockey gal. I just don't care. <laughs> so eight ball, what do you think of our picks today? Let us gaze upon the glorious Magic 8-Ball. Shall it fade or tail these noble betters? <laughs> now, let me be clear. I do like some hockey. I like the Preds, but like the Senators. I'm sorry. I don't care about you. All right, 8-Ball, how about our picks today? Do we like the Spurs laying three and a half against the Wizards in San Antonio? 8-Ball says, better not tell you now. Well, you gotta. All right, we need an answer. Very doubtful. Cool. Doubting oh. Wimby. Not very cool. All right, so how mm. about the Kings and the Grizz under 225 and a hook? Do we like it? A ball says very doubtful. Again, hmm. Guess he's relying on that answer today. Oh, God, that's so lame. If you want to check out the A ball, if you want to check out each and every show on the BetQL Network, then all you have to do is go to twitch.tv slash betql. Chelsea, chance to pop in a lean if you want. No, no. Today, I'm just taking it easy and tending to my eye. So, no more plays. All right. Well, then, let's find out what the doctor has in store for us. It is time for your betql five-star best bet for trends, analysis, insight, videos, articles, computer models, if you want to become a more educated, better, just download the BetQL app. All right. Donkster, what do you got for us? I have two plays on your card today. Northwestern State at McNeese State. McNeese State, minus 19 and a half. They've been crushing it. Also, 76ers at Blazers. Over 224 and a half in honor of the Chiefs making the Super Bowl. And because I went four and seven last week, I want to say this. It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing that. No, absolutely not. Let's bring in Aaron Hawksworth, who survived who survived what could have been a disaster on her booty because you promised to get a Dan Campbell tattoo on your butt if the Lions went out right. Were you sweating it at halftime, Aaron? Oh, yeah. I started looking oh. up, like, Dan Campbell images, like, which one <laughs> might I have to do? The guys, like, we have a group text, a BetQL Daily group text. They started oh chiming God. in before halftime, like, yo. This might actually be <laughs> happening for you. And you know, Joe Ostrowski like hates the Lions. It's I don't know if it's a bit or if he's just annoyed. I can't really tell, but even he was upset because he didn't want to see them win either. So Ugh. I got lucky. <laughs> Whew. What were the candidates? Like, could you do like a stick figure of Dan Campbell? I feel like the more <laughs> simplistic, the better. Cause if you do like a full on realistic face of Dan Campbell, ugh. I know, Thanks. like, 
do do I have to marry a Lions fan at that point? Like, how is that? Gonna yeah, go? that's a I lot. I've gone all in. Huge picture of his face, and then under like a quote, like "We're gonna break your kneecaps." You know, just have it cover the entire yes, cheek. Just you know, you lean go. into it completely. I agree. Yeah. Well, you know what? Good on you, Aaron. Sorry. Well, I guess I'm not sorry. I'm glad it worked out for you. That's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Tip from BetQL, presented by BetMGM for the entire crew. Hope you have a fantastic Monday. Good luck in your bets. Thanks for being with us, and we will see you bright and early tomorrow. You've been listening to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. If you missed any of the show, listen back anytime on the new and improved Odyssey app. 